Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, August 15th, 2020, and this is day 901 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much, Father, for being our Lord and Savior, for your precious Son, Jesus Christ, that you gave to us so that we might have eternal life. He he died and sacrificed his own life and uh, raised up victorious over death, hell, and over the grave and reconciled us back unto you, my, my Lord. I thank you so much and gave us everlasting life. Oh, Father, I ask that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I also ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, the blessed work continues. The blessed work continues. We're going to be coming out of Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. And this is Paul speaking. And and Paul was in uh, jail at this time when he was writing to um, the Philippi church or the Philippians. So it says in uh, Philippians chapter uh, 1, verse 1 through 26, it says, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. This is Paul's letter to the Philippines, or the Philippines. And he says, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard 
and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that, that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am uh, put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out from my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. Oh, that is so beautiful. And um, how Paul struggled with this, you know, do I want to stay here on this earth or do I want to be with Christ? And and just how he uh, lifted up the Philippi's and, and let them know, listen, I'm in it. I'm good. I'm in a, even though I'm in prison, I'm winning souls to Christ. I'm, I'm doing the will of God, but but I need, I want to be here so that I can be that example for you. But there is a time, my dear brothers and sisters, I'm sharing from my heart that we will depart this place and go to be with our Father for eternity. And when we do, the key is that this blessed work continues unless we leave here in the rapture then it will be time uh, for the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation, and uh, then uh, the millennium, a thousand years, uh, where this, where Satan would be locked up uh, for a while. And, uh, and then after that, Armageddon. And uh, during that time, uh, those that are Jews will, that are waiting on the Messiah will come to know that Jesus is the Messiah. And then after that, the, the war, the battle between Jesus and all of us with him in white <laughs> and on white horses will uh, battle and uh, 
Satan will be locked up for eternity. Now, we don't fight, but Jesus does, and he does it with the the two-edged sword that comes out of his mouth, and we have that same sword, that sword, the word of God, the Bible. I mean, it's, yeah, Jesus, of course, is more powerful, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so until then, we continue uh, this blessed work. So, the baton has been passed to you, point number one. Continue to share the love of Jesus with others, just as Paul did. He prayed for his brothers and sisters in Christ. His prayer was very specific. The first thing he prayed about, that, that their love would grow more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Isn't that beautiful? That they, the love will grow. See, as we love Jesus, uh, the more knowledge we will gain and it'll be deeper, uh, a deeper understanding and insight. And then secondly, he prayed uh, so uh, that they can attain the ability to discern what is best. Sometimes we don't know what to do, but Jesus gives us discernment power through the Holy Spirit. And for us to wait on him to show us what we must do. And that's that's discernment, to know the difference between what is the best thing for us to do. Because your choice might be between good and good. <laughs> and so it's like, which of these do I do, right? That's where that discernment. We know uh, usually pretty quickly between good and bad. And we know quickly between bad and bad. <laughs> but when it's good and good, we need to know. And, and the Lord will show us what would be best. And then third, he prayed for them to be pure and blameless until Christ returned. Ah, to be pure and blameless. To be righteous in Christ. Ah, glory. That, you know, the righteous... Uh, you know, we have on the uh, breastplate of God, uh, which, you know, uh, helps us to be righteous in him. And then fourth, to be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus. And it makes me think of the fruit of the spirit, which are the beautiful character traits of Jesus, the joy, love, peace, kindness, patience, goodness, faithfulness. Uh, self-control, and and I say this a lot. (laughs) I probably left one out. There's nine. Uh, But knowing the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus. So we too should pray for each other in this way. This is one of the ways that we continue this blessed work of building the kingdom of God, equipping, edifying, and encouraging one another until our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, returns. Second, point number two, even in bad situations, we must continue to trust God just as Paul did. He was locked up in jail. He realized that his current circumstances were not as important as what he did with them. (laughs) Glory to God. See, we're going to find ourselves in situations that we don't like a situation that that we didn't bring up on ourselves. But it's not a matter of us, um, you know, um, 
saying woe is me or having a pity party in that situation, right? And it's easy to do, been there, done that, right? I've done it. But then as we grow in Christ, as he said, that we, our love, you know, we'll have more and more love and uh, to have no, in knowledge and in depth of insight. Then we know this situation that I'm going through, I need to continue the work of God no matter what. And uh, this situation is only going to make me stronger. So even from jail, he was sharing the love of Jesus with others. Are you allowing your current situation to stop you from completing your God-given purpose? That is what the enemy wants to do, to distract us, to keep us off point, uh, to keep us uh, out of focus when it comes to uh, completing God's will for our life. We're all here for a purpose. God created us special for a particular purpose or more than one purpose. Uh, and, you know, we need to ask God, what is that that you have for me to do? There is nothing more fulfilling other than knowing Jesus Christ, right? And God the Father and the Holy Spirit. But then to know why you're here, you know, that have you ever wondered, why am I here, God? What am I here to do? I know I'm not here to keep going through this mess that I'm going through right now. <laughs> What am I here for, Lord? And he will show you. I know that it can be, uh, that it can get very rough sometimes dealing with the circumstances of life, sickness, divorce, death, job loss, money issues, family, church conflicts, false accusations, etc. There's so many, I can't begin to name them all. But always, always remember that God is with you even at your darkest moments, he will lift you up and bring you through. See, we go through the valley of the shadow of death. So it's a shadow, it's an illusion, and we don't go around it, we don't go over it, we don't go under it, we go through. And we, we might say, God, take this away from me. You notice Paul didn't say, take this away from me. His goal was to continue his purpose no matter what he was going through. And God will be with us as we go through. But but we must go through trusting and depending on God's good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. He will never leave us or forsake us. So be encouraged in the Lord and, and continue accomplishing the great, blessed work God has assigned to you and you or the one that can do it. I remember after I'd been at the first church I'd been to, I'd not ever, I'd not grown up in church. Listen, I was unchurched. <laughs> Didn't know Jesus till I was in my early twenties, and uh, and that's all she wrote at that point, right? Um, and the church I went to, I, I loved it. I learned so much uh, from Pastor Farina and Sister Farina. Uh, they discipled me, you know, here I am just straight off the streets and off of just being a party girl and, uh, you know, look the part, dress the part until the righteousness of God began to manifest itself in my heart. And on the outside, things began to change. And I worked uh, doing the will of God, doing many things there in the church 
as I grew in the love of God and knowledge <laughs> and end in death and insight. And then, um, you know, things changed later. Um, you know, there was a split in the church. Pastor Farina and uh, Sister Farina moved on and, and we moved on with them, some of us. And then later, God had me go back to Victory Temple where I began and uh, after being there another two or three years, it was under another uh, pastor who was very good. Uh, the word was preached. It was excellent. But I had this yearning, you know, that it was time to move on, to do God's blessed work somewhere else. And uh, the purpose that he had for me there was over. And I knew it. And I was like, I've got to get out of these four walls, Lord. I've got to move on. Show me, Father, where I should be and what I should be doing now. And God showed me beyond a shadow of a doubt where I was to be. And I was to go and help my parents at their little church on 21st and Prospect. And uh, to be their servants, to do whatever they needed. And when I told them, they were welcoming me with open arms and said, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'll never forget that. And I said, well, and this is what the Holy Spirit said in my heart. Uh, they didn't have a Wednesday night service. I said, well, what about a Bible study on Wednesday night? They get, got it. Go do it. You do it. You handle the Bible study on Wednesday nights. And uh, I said, okay, all right, great. And I uh, said, so uh, they had people that came on Sundays, but but nobody knew about Wednesdays. And a lot of those people did not actually come on Wednesdays. And I said, well, where are the people? And they said, you got to go get them. <laughs> I said, okay. And God gave me a vision to go get them, how to go get them. And we created a flyer and it wasn't your typical come and join us at church flyer. It was, hey, we're your neighbors and we... We are right in your neighborhood and we're here to serve you in whatever way you need help or you, you know, need to talk. Please reach out to us. So it wasn't your churchy kind of thing. You know, we got to reach people where they are. So we, the about three of us, walked those streets and walked around. I'll never forget it. And we walked from house to house and people were out on their porches and sitting out and talking. And I remember we went up and one person, as they saw us coming by with our Bibles in our hand, and they had their drink with them. They had some alcohol or something. They hurried up and shoved it aside out of out of what they felt was respect to us. And we said, don't worry, you're good, you're good. And they said, hey, we're just here in the neighborhood. Wanted to just let you know we're here as your neighbor and 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 invited them to come. And, that we, and, the, and then God gave me the idea of having food, too, on Wednesday nights so that people will be fed physically and spiritually because we knew uh, the population we were serving that a lot of times that was an issue or people are getting off from work and, and they don't have time to cook. And, and, and in order for them to make it to Wednesday night service, they, we need to serve them food first. And then God built that Wednesday night. So many of those people came, but we had the opportunity to, to build a relationship with our neighbors and, uh, uh, so many of them were, uh, you know, people that you might see uh, on the news uh, in a negative way, uh, but we saw them in 
a loving, caring way. God showed us their hearts and they saw our hearts. And I'll never forget Johnny, who <laughs> he was in this broke down, not running raggedy old truck. And he and another man sitting in their truck drinking, you know, just just ch chatting, whatever they did. And and I remember uh, God drew me to that truck, said, go talk to them, give them a flyer. And I'm like, well, okay, Lord, they look like they might not be interested. And so we, we weren't, I wasn't by myself. It's not wise to walk any streets, I don't care where they are, uh, by yourself while you're handing out flyers. So we went over to the truck and introduced ourselves. And he says, what is this all about? I told him, he goes, well, I don't know. I, I might, I might come. I might not. I don't know. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and the next thing you know, Johnny shows up and Johnny was so faithful on Wednesday nights. We got to know him. He was so faithful that my parents would leave me there <laughs> by myself with him. And my sister was there too. She started coming and uh, working with the youth and so they trust him enough and he would be there at night to help us lock up and he just lived a half a block away and he'd walk on home. God allowed us to be a servant and I never felt so fulfilled in my life. You know, as you do the purpose that God has for you uh, and that is continuing the work that Paul did way back and Jesus started with his disciples and, and we are now just continuing to carry it on. And we should also be discipling others to do the same as Paul did. As you grow in Christ, someone's discipling you right now. Then later, you know, as you grow, you'll be discipling others to carry out the work and by encouraging and uplifting and edifying, just as God allowed me to do and my parents did with me, meet with these people that we served, and, and then many of them grew in Christ. And I'll always remember those days, and, and a lot of those folks are already passed on and gone to be with the Lord now. Uh, that was about, when I first started there, about 12 years ago. And uh, now uh, we're still feeding, having dinner every Wednesday night. Once we're back in the building, right now we're doing church through Zoom. And uh, I just glorify God. I thank God for you. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. And please check out the messages and share them with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. And while you're at our website, please subscribe by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and understand better God's agape love, that unconditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.